Kids, what is the one thing, one gift that you are looking forward to getting or hopefully getting? Poppy, go on. Pa pardon? Present. Just presents. You're just hoping that pre a thing's been hard this year. You're just hoping <laughs> the presents, hoping that you'll get presents this year. Anyone else? Any specific gifts you're excited for? Anything? Anything in here? Anyone? Go on, Joshua. No, nothing. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Anyone else? Go on. Go on. Sarah, go on. What's she saying, Mum? Jesus being born? Yeah, that's a great thing to celebrate. That's really good. Really good, our kids in this church. Over here. Go on. Go on, James. What are you looking forward to? What are you hoping for? What do you want for Christmas? Go on. It, it, just love. I'll tell you what. <laughs> the kids at our church are amazing. Cheap, but amazing. Which is amazing. Well, well, you know, when I was 10 years of age in 1987, in 1987, I remember specifically the gift that I wanted. Throw it up, Mel. This is what I wanted. Can we see that? Crab. Now, now that is the grey. It's meant to be grey. All right. That was the grey Liverpool kit in 1987. I really, really wanted it. And thankfully, my mum and dad bought it for me in the wrong size because it was a little bit tight, but they bought it for me which is wonderful. Now, that was a gift that I really, really wanted. Now, when I got married, Sean realized that, realized after a, a short time, there was a specific gift that I needed. And she got me this for Christmas. Throw that on for us. A paired egg. <laughs> That's what I got one year for Christmas. And if, you, if, you, if you've been here for a while, I actually brought it on Christmas morning when we had a, used to have Christmas morning services. That was a gift that I needed needed. It was a gift that I wanted. It was another gift that someone else thought that I needed, needed and still do need as I get older. And there's another gift that I'm looking forward to getting. Throw it up for me. Because if you're a middle-aged man, you come to realize that once a year, once a year, your prayers are answered and you get new underpants. You get new under... Notice Calvin Klein. Notice only quality. Only quality to be worn by Stevie Robbo. But folks, Seriously, when we think of gifts, there are funny gifts that we've got at Christmas. There are gifts that we've been given because we need them. There are gifts that sustain us. There are gifts in life. Take it off, someone's saying. <laughs> someone's saying, uh, that's it, thank you. Someone's saying, <laughs> the gifts that we need. But as I reflect on my life, I've, been, I've received, and I'm sure you have, and at times like this, there are times where we do think these things through. There are gifts that I've been given that I'm so thankful for. Throw the next one up for us, Mel my family. When we reflect, isn't it, whether, whether you know, it's, it's good for us to celebrate what God has given us. And not only do we receive gifts at Christmas or give gifts at Christmas throughout the year, every single day of the year, God graciously is faithful to us and he gives us good, good gifts. And by God's grace, I've got a beautiful, beautiful family. But another great gift that he's given me, and throw the next one up, is Cornerstone Church. It's been a member of this church body. What a gift to be a member of this church with you people and many who can't be here because they're away visiting family on Christmas Day. What a blessing it is to be able to do life with people like you. What a gift. What a wonderful gift it is 
There are gifts that we get at Christmas, there are gifts that we receive, and these, those two are my favorite gifts that God has given me, apart from this one. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It was interesting that the Lord Jesus said that to a religious leader who was trying to figure out who Jesus was. And he says to him, tell me who you are. Tell me who you are. Tell me what does it mean to have eternal life? And he said, look, God so loved the world that he sent his only son. I'm his only son. If you believe in me, you won't perish, but you will have everlasting life. See, what was interesting in that culture at that time, if you gave a gift to somebody, you gave a gift to somebody with the expectation that they would give you something back. That's what it was about. And if somebody didn't give you a gift back, the relationship was marred. The relationship was distorted in some way. So for when Jesus says that God has given us a gift, that God, the Father, had given him, Son, as a gift with no bearing on the person receiving the gift, doing anything to get it, that blew this religious leader's mind. It blew his mind. Because that was the same throughout all of the Greco-Roman world. You give to receive. And if you don't receive, then probably next year or the next time, you wouldn't give. See, the giving of the Lord Jesus Christ, little Maddie said she's looking forward for Jesus to be born. The gift of the Lord Jesus, the gift of God incarnate, the gift of God becoming flesh was so countercultural when he arrived. See, the giving of Jesus just shows us the perfect giver. See, it shows us his character, that God the Father gives his son, and he gives his son to die in our place, and he gives to the recipient without the recipient doing anything for it. See, God's gift was given without regard to the worth of the recipient. Even the most worthless person could receive the gift of God. Amen? See, God's gift ex expected nothing in return. See, folks, this is what real love is, isn't it? Real love just gives simply because it chooses to. See, God's gift was given prior to any action on the part of the recipient. See, it was God that took the first step. It was God's initiative to send his own dear son, and his gift was exceedingly generous. Exceedingly generous. Because the Lord, Father God, gave his own son for people like you and for people like me. Three things that we see in this verse that I want you to remember as we think about the greatest gift is this. We see God's love. God loves you. God knows everything about you. The things that you've done, the things that you've not done, the things that you've thought, the things that you've said, the things that you regret, the things that will occur tomorrow and the things that will occur in the future. What we see in this verse, for God so loved the world. And it wasn't just his people, Israel, it was the world. Jew, Gentile, English, Welsh, Scottish, Scouse, even Manchester people. God so loved the world. 
The next thing that we see, God's sacrifice. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, not so that we could celebrate each Christmas time and enjoy carol services and have fun with the kids and receive gifts. No, God gave his son so his son could be sacrificed in our place. Because we did not deserve the love of God, we deserved the judgment of God because we've walked away and lived our lives as though he does not matter. But God takes the initiative because he loves us, sends his son to die for us, for Jesus to take what we deserve so that we can walk free. And that's the third point we see God's offer. God's love, God's sacrifice, and God's offer. And this is his offer. If you believe in him, you will not perish, but you will have eternal life. You may close your eyes on this life, but you will open your eyes to see the glory of him with the promise of him returning and creating a new world with no tears, no pain, no sorrow, with all your questions answered. That's why Jesus came. Jesus came to live and to die in our place. And we know that that offer is true and real. Why? Because he rose again three days later. Tomorrow, some of you are going to get gifts that you want. Some of you are going to get gifts that you need. Some of you are going to get gifts that will sustain you. Some of you will get gifts that will be a, an element of a promise of something more to come in the future. Folks, the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ is a gift and was a gift that we needed. We needed somebody to step in our place and to take what we deserve, something that we needed. And for those of us who put our trust in him, the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ is something that sustains us. Amen? Lord Jesus said, when he went to be with his Father, I'm going to send the helper, my spirit, the spirit of Christ, to live in you and around you and to guide you and to sustain you. The gift of Jesus. And the gift of Jesus is a promise of something better. Because he will return not as a baby and not lying in a manger, but he will return as a king to judge the living and the dead and to make all things new. And everybody, the Bible says, will bow the knee. And everybody will say that he is the Lord. But for some, we will meet him as our judge. Others, we will meet him as our savior. Folks, what we see here is God's love, God's sacrifice in Jesus, and God's offer of eternal life. That's forgiveness for your past. That's peace in the present. That's a hope for the future, only found in putting our trust in the gift of all gifts, Jesus Christ himself. And folks, to wrap up our Christmas series, only in him is real hope found. Amen? Amen. Can I wish you a very Merry Christmas? Paul will wrap it up after we've sing some more songs, but can I wish you a Merry Christmas? I pray tomorrow will be a wonderful day for you all. I pray for those who may be on your own that you would know the comfort of Christ at this time. I pray for those who are in family that we won't be distracted by that. And as we open up our gifts and enjoy our time together and see all the wonders, we will think of the greatest gift that we've received that is in and through the Lord Jesus Christ, him, himself. Let's stand. Let me pray. And then we're going to sing three carols.
to take us into this Christmas season together. Father in heaven, we praise and we thank you so much that your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is the greatest gift that we could ever receive. We thank you that it is a gift that, that you in no way have taken into account whether we deserve that or not. In fact, we do not deserve it. And even though we do not deserve it, we sh you showed us mercy and grace in sending Jesus who died in our place. And in and through him, there is a promise of eternal life. We pray that at this Christmas time, we would remember that. And I pray, Lord, for all my brothers and sisters out here and my friends, that you would bless them tonight and tomorrow, that today, tomorrow will be a joyous occasion, that we would enjoy the blessings of, of family and fellowship and food and, and fun all together. But I ask, Lord, for those of us who have put our trust in you, that we would remember you and that you are the greatest sustaining gift that promises so much. We pray that you will be glorified. We pray that you be glorified now as we sing. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and sing.